que me lloren y me supliquen Entendí que no es culpa mía que te critiquen Yo solo hago música, perdón si te sé pique Yo Name dropping today. We are name dropping today. What's up? I can't stop listening to it. It's so good. La mujeres facturan. Here we do. Clara. Yo. Clara Chia. Oh my god. I feel so like I. I don't know if I feel bad for her, but this is a lot. Why would you feel bad? Just like the public you know she knew exactly what she was getting into she did i'm she like did. did you see that she also reacted back to the the yawning the, emoji yes and then she deleted it yeah i'm, I'm like see, you couldn't even say what your chest Loki, this is a lot but i'm like the tea is hot welcome back <laughs> this is the sexy and smart podcast with your favorite latina hosts me brenda aka champagne mommy aka that thing aka miss thing aka curly hair don't care aka this she's giving herself these affirmations <laughs> um yeah aka that girl aka i can't see i always like i'm trying to think like on the spot and i can't do what's it. your first name christina okay you say that first <laughs> and then you add the akas no they gotta know from the beginning oh from jump God. who i am well i'm glad that you guys are back we are so excited that um you're enjoying us and that we get to share the space with you guys we're gonna get into no, some let's talk about something really quickly though yeah go ahead we went live we did people are now now i know people are listening Christina's i'm scared. not okay you guys no i think i have ex- now i'm like maybe we should just delete it <laughs> yo delete the podcast no i'm not gonna lie like when when it came on the morning um i i was talking to my big um right before we were about to go live and i was like i'm really excited like i'm so happy we're here this took a long time we worked really hard but then there's also just like fear like i was like (laughs) yo i really hope like my tias don't hear this like you posted it on facebook and i was like there goes "Mm." (laughs) i'm gonna get abandoned by my family (laughs) I've already told my parents. I was like, please, for the love of God, don't listen. <laughs> um, it is hard to think that I, I just... I warned my mom, too. I told her. I was like, mom, you don't want to listen. Like, I'm serious. My mom was like, send me clips. And I was like, why would I do that? <laughs> Chill out. Calmate. Tranquila. I was like, you know who your daughter is, okay? Chill oh out. God. Chill out. This is hard. <laughs> i'm so excited for it i'm i think it's gonna take me a bit like a couple of episodes to like just go back into the focus of like no one's listening yeah because like i'm not gonna lie guys like those first couple of episodes like i felt good in a space where i was like i don't think anyone's like honestly i was like no one's gonna maybe no one will listen you know and now <laughs> i know that people are listening yeah. it's gonna be fine it's yeah, gonna yeah, be yeah. great let me get out of my like anxiety remember yeah <laughs> no because i want people to feel like that they are sitting with their best friends and that all conversations and dialect is like welcomed and we can you know be like that but not when you're anxious af <laughs> i know i'm like watching what i say i'm like no yeah and that's like not the point right the exactly. point is to be as authentic as possible yes <sighs> <laughs> i'm <just> crying <laughs> no but it's fair it's fair um but yeah so as we're bringing up that we do have some reservations and a little bit scared of this we do hope that these are coming into welcoming ears that you know you guys are respectful to us too yeah yeah subscribe 
I feel like we don't say it enough, but please subscribe. Please subscribe. Right? And also, please rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. That That's really will help you. us out. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, I know that you guys want to see us thrive. Like, I just know this. Like, I know that no one listening is a hater. Impossible. They're not. They're, They're not. not. They're not. Because we don't breathe that kind of, like, energy around here. No. So, listen, give it five stars, all right? Do it for your girl. Exactly. And I'll buy you a shot of tequila if you need it. Oh. We all need one. I know. How no, are you really. doing? I'm good. I'm good. Um, How are you mentally? I really don't know right now. <laughs> it's like you've caught me on an off day. No, like I mean, I'm I'm great. I'm happy. I feel thankful for a lot of things in my life. Um, I don't know. I feel like you know you grow the best in discomfort. Mm-hmm. I think that's where I'm at. Where's the wisdom? I think I'm very uncomfortable right now. What with your social life with me? I've no. no <laughs> No, I feel like well, I'm, studying, I'm studying for the ELSA and I have my date for my exam. It's going to be April. Um, you guys, I'm so nervous, but I, I, o sea, I paid for it. My name's on it. Like, it's happening. O sea, no hay otra opción. No like, hay otra opción. Yeah, like, yeah. empezó, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that has been a little bit just weighing on me, mm-hmm. a little bit of the imposter syndrome. And mm. but other than that, I mm-hmm. mean, I'm I'm doing great. I'm I'm. But the imposter been... syndrome can really like bring it down. Mm-hmm. On TikTok, there was like this trend of this girl like just saying like, um, it's called like the lucky girl sin- like the syndrome. You sent me or something. this. I think it's like in those moments, I keep trying to be like, I'm so lucky. I am just so lucky to be, right. you're so lucky to be in the position that you got to apply for the LSAT. You're so lucky that you get to study for it. You're so lucky you get to like pursue this. Yes. Like, you know what I mean? You got oh, this. You're right. I'm so lucky. Yeah. I'm so lucky to have you as my friend. I'm so lucky to have you in my life. Period. Period. I think it's um when you constantly put out this like positive energy and mm-hmm. you just try to like radiate that. Mm-hmm. It's going to come back. Like, I genuinely, like, I don't believe in a lot of things, but, like, I genuinely believe, like, when you put it, like, good out, this positive energy, and you genuinely believe it, it's going to come back. Like, I don't think the universe ever wants to see you fail. No, I don't think it does. I think we also forget that we have so much control over the life that we live, Mm -hmm. you know? Like, if you don't like what's kind of around you, we have the immense power to be, like let's redirect this whole thing yes. and change it around completely. Yeah. And we forget that we live in that power. Like life doesn't happen to you. You make it happen. Yeah. You know, and, and just to not, remember that mm-hmm. that's not to say things won't happen, but like, oh, of course you can, Oh, like there, if there's one thing you control, it's your, like the way you handle a situation. Mm-hmm. Right. And the way you think of it. Mm-hmm. So I just hope that you take that with you because you Thank got this. You. I do. Mm-hmm. How are you? How am I? I'm good. School starts tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, Again, I, like I was saying earlier, I think I'm a little anxious. Yeah, it's fair because this is live. Because it really feels like it's like my like our like our diaries, diaries a yeah. little bit, right? It mm-hmm. feels like I'm journaling, but like now with people listening. Mm. Um, and what else? I'm doing good. I'm really just trying to focus on like work. Uh, work has been really hard this oh week. I told you about like what happened. Oh. You guys on the day of the launch. Oh my Christina's God, phone was crazy. like like not she wasn't talking to me at all and I was like how the hell is she gonna ignore me today of all days <laughs> and then she FaceTimed me at like almost five something and you were like still on meetings and calls and you yeah. can talk about it if you yeah. want yeah uh no it was just it there was the situation um it kind of got media attention here in DC and he was uh there was this middle schooler who was um, trying to get into some cars which you know teens are teens and um there was a um there was a person who just saw him and um i think it was like a neighbor or somebody in the neighborhood and they just 
took matters into their own hands and they shot him but the situation is that they shot him like right across from like the school so literally um one of the social workers took us out and she showed us like she's like right there and it's like it was just heartbreaking because like from the school you can see like where it is seventh grade what like 13 it's a child to think that oh and then what's like the reason it's getting media attention is because for the longest time people thought it was like a white man Uh who had done it turns out it wasn't um turns out it was a black man and he's like a government agent i think but the thing is they're trying to get a name right now so the community is really divided we're going into the school tomorrow that's so heartbreaking yeah but um point of that is um well i mean there's a lot of points but yeah it's just there's a lot going on Mm -hmm. but again you have to take time to focus it on yourself mm-hmm. which i'm glad is why we have this podcast i think yeah. we can like vent and like express like things that are happening and then be like like at least we get to talk about these things with somebody else um so yeah i'll just like leave that there because i don't have like a final yeah no say but overall, on that but how like how are you feeling but yeah and every other aspect every other i'm again i feel lucky I'm really mm. taking that energy with me in 2023. Like, no one is ruining my peace. I am determined. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. even if it does happen, porque, I mean, obvio, we're like, it's perfect. gonna, yeah, we're not perfect. And, like, obviously, situations happen in my life where it's not gonna turn out the way I want, but, like, what can I do? What can I control in this situation? No, I actually, yeah, I'm gonna share this. Um, I had a moment where I really redirected um, the way that I see myself in this scenario instead of victim victimizing myself Mm -hmm. i was able to like really push through us sharing this with christina Mm. um actually it's okay we don't have to talk about it now i'm gonna cry you're gonna cry yeah so no let's not talk about it i love crying though (laughs) (laughs) i love it when we cry you know how like okay it's funny i was talking to somebody recently and he mentioned that he doesn't like crying Mm mm-hmm and I was like, I like love crying. I love Why? crying. Why? Do you like crying? No. Wait, did I, oh, wait, I didn't know this about you. you I really don't like crying. I, I get a headache afterwards. <laughs> I love the release of emotions that just like come from it. Like mm. when I have a good cry okay. and it just, it feels like I can like breathe at the end. I'm like, <sighs> yeah, like it, and it feels validating to like what my heart and like my really? soul is feeling. Like honestly, it's kind of like, it's very therapeutic. Really? Yeah. For I, me, I think it's like I get what you're saying, mm-hmm. but I feel like I can get that relief off just like like speaking to myself and meditating instead of crying. Because crying, I feel for me, one, I have contact, so it irritates my eyes. Like just like <laughs> as if you can't take them out, take them no, out. No, sometimes I can't. I'm in the car. I'm driving. You know, like it's, sometimes it doesn't <laughs> work it. like that. Fuck it. it. Lose yourself on the expensive. road. Lose yourself on the road. <laughs> take pop those things out i get a hate like it just it's just inconvenient to cry for me i swear therapy it's no. inconvenient for me to cry no but i feel like i also just like i don't know i don't like crying i love crying and i think it's like but i also, also cry a lot like i cry a lot a lot i you don't also like realize it, like, i do let me just say it is how normal and how much your body um really like it's a there's a reason why we have it as an emotion no for sure so like when you actually let it happen and you just like go with it you can't tell me that at the end you don't feel lighter yes no 100 percent. every single time so why wouldn't you want to feel lighter i just don't like the headache afterwards to this, be quite honest mama take pop an advil i feel bad for you <laughs> <laughs> i can't help you with this one that's fine that's fine okay <laughs> what are we getting into today 
Okay, so our topic of today, you guys. Let me see. I so let me let's let me give some background as to like why I wanted to bring it up because last night I went out with a couple of friends mm-hmm. and um, we were talking about just our identity. Um, I have a friend. I have a friend. I was gonna say a friend's friend, but no, I have a friend. She um, she's mixed, and I don't know how we got into this conversation, but she said like how hard it's been recently with friends like um, finding boundaries and then also like finding her like identity and like realizing that because she is half white, half black, how much she wants to reach out more to like her black side. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it, it, me and Brenda, I gave Brenda this idea of like, um, it, she made me think last night of like how much you and me have mm-hmm. grown mm-hmm. into our Latinidas. Yeah. yeah. So we will dive into this. But, like, let's just take a break before we go yes. get to this whole conversation. Yeah, we're going to take a little bit, minute two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. get our thoughts in order, get and then we'll, we'll come back. Okay, we'll okay. be right back, you guys. Bye. Bye. That's great. How was your break? We went to go get Chick-fil-A. That was yummy. I was saying that like you know if people ever like watch just like walking down the street together <laughs> Can't stand you. i think we would look really funny and like honestly i, I understand why people don't want to hang out with us like that because you know who you? said they don't want to hang out with us that's true no one um <laughs> you start welcome back i would like to start this conversation go ahead okay <laughs> <laughs> in terms of you feeling like a latina i wasn't until uh well into college that i felt like i was starting to feel more comfortable in sitting in my latinidad and understanding that's a bigger part of my identity than i that i was really making it i think i was rejecting a lot of it for a long time just trying to assimilate what were like the ways you were rejecting it i would try to speak you know in english to make sure i didn't have an accent um I would usually, when someone say, where are you from? I would immediately be like, Fairfax, you know, <laughs> Annandale. <laughs> like I, and then I would make them ask me, be like, are you asking for my ethnicity? Like, you know, cause I'm from here. Right. And I think that was also my part of like, like you know, come, come correct type shit. Um, well, how else? I mean, do you, have you seen like the karate kid? No. With, with Jaden Smith. Oh, yeah, of course. And like that clip where he's like on the plane and he's like going to China and mm-hmm. he looks at the guy and he's like trying to speak with him and then the guy like looks at him, the Asian guy looks at him and goes, dude, I'm from like Chicago yes. or something. That was yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, that was me. <laughs> that was me for sure. Back to what we were talking about though. Yeah. Um, I started also this conversation by telling you, like I said, I am so happy we went to the university when we went to. I'm so happy we mm-hmm. went to Longwood because it made me who I am today. Mm-hmm. And it was honestly like a big trajectory of like, it really launched me into like my identity. And really? like, I think identity is so important sometimes in our culture. Like, I mean, in anybody's culture. And I think identity is important in general. Mm-hmm. When you look at like social work too, like a lot of times we'll take the time to like ask people like, you know, like, who are you? Like, mm-hmm. what do you identify as? Yeah. Like th- this can go into a big discussion of like how people like identify, right? When I, when I was speaking of like how 
I came into my identity. Like mm-hmm. we've we've talked about how we can relate to these things being one first generation, and then two a Latina that has grown up in a predominantly like white area. You know, I was surrounded by the thought that like in order to like keep up with my white peers, it meant that I would be successful and that I'd be like seen as maybe better, more educated or like. No, but that's you right there. The keeping up with your white peers, mm-hmm. like even um, like a term that's used um, in a thing called mejora la raza for like, you know, people dating a white person or a person that has lighter skin than you. Like it's associating whiteness to intellect and it's an, Mm-hmm. to wealth mm-hmm. to security type mm-hmm. of thing you know as as immigrants coming in i think that's what i was talking about with like how the mental colonization that somehow our you know, ethnicity our home our culture mm-hmm. you know our teachings our beliefs aren't up to par or For some enough or yeah. better or even at the same level as los de los gringos like that's kind of how like you know coming also into like white spaces like you know like our predominantly white institution um, you don't really know how to comfortably, I guess, kind of stretch out in in a sense. Like, yeah, and also nobody has shown us this path, right? World, and I think a lot of people can relate to this. Like, you have to navigate finding yourself when, like, I, I'm not American enough for Americans, and I'm not Salvadorian enough for Salvadorianos. Who am I? No, I think that was one of like the biggest questions because I did go to Bolivia pretty often. Um, and I have a lot of family there around my age, but every single time I went, like you said, I was still la gringa, even when I speak Spanish, even, you know, with really practicing vocabulary and like local slang, I still sound like a gringa, like no matter how much I really it's try. The way you also carry yourself. Like it's we sub- different. We it's subconsciously different. are just different. Mm-hmm. I remember like when I, when I lived abroad in Colombia, right? Yeah. It's just the way we dress. It's the way we eat. It's funny because like our I mental, would, our mental too. But because we grew up here, our, you know. Like, but it's funny because like like Colombian locals would be like, without even trying, we can just tell, you know. Yeah. yeah. Going back to like finding it yourself, though. Mm-hmm. Like I think that uh, it's crazy that the point is like it's crazy how we had to teach ourselves how to yeah. do it. No one is showing us the ropes on this. Mm-hmm. And like I'm 27, I think I can confidently say that I started really um accepting and like loving myself fully for who i am at like the age of like 24 really yeah that's fair because and then i mean that's the point of this conversation like i'm so happy for every experience that i've had because it's led me to here i think yeah no going to college was a culture shock mm-hmm. uh, like we mentioned it's longwood is a p it's a predominantly white institution i was among just a lot of again white peers you and me went out of our way to start our own organization on campus mm-hmm. it was called the His- it is called thankfully it's still around which is also crazy to think that like an organization you and me started is still around it's crazy to me whenever i think about it it makes me kind of tear up and we start like we started that you led a forefront of like a diversity inclusion statement at Mm -hmm. that point too Mm -hmm. i think there's a lot of talk of diversity now and like to think that like you like even back then that there wasn't a university-wide diversity statement that's insane it's insane and yet not insane at the same time because when i think of longwood i also think of like um tradition Mm -hmm. and you know there's not a lot of things coming to shake up that institution Mm -hmm. And it's crazy just to think that we did. 
Longwood was a huge Farmville, Virginia in general is a huge place where like the Civil War took place. Segregation has there's just a lot of history. As soon as you exit, like as soon as I would exit my uh, history building, there's literally a Confederate soldier right there. So it could just like I we were in the Deep South, basically. Like for me, I know that some people are going to argue and be like, it wasn't the Deep South. But for me, it really felt like the Deep South. I mean, we're coming from Northern Virginia. It was a culture shock. It was. I don't know if you remember, we were like playing bachata or something in our room. Wait, you have to speak in terms of like year what do you mean what year this was, this was still freshman year okay this was okay. Still freshman year we were playing bachata in our room we were like you know getting settled getting to know people in the hall and stuff and the specific is this like so we had just moved in mm, maybe i think it was like first month okay okay it was beginning so we were babies yeah yeah yeah. we were new yeah and this specific person <laughs> walks in and says something about um mexican music and we had tried to explain to her to be like no we're not from mexico like you're from so-and-so i'm from bolivia but she's like well to me you're either <gasps> white Brenda. mexican or black did, did you forget that oh my god that you was just, how, that was why we started like, Brenda, HLA. you literally just opened up a memory for me that i forgot that happened trauma no guys i'm honestly <laughs> and i'm gonna be keep, i'm gonna keep it a hundred there's so many things that i feel like i blacked out like i blocked out of longwood that happened to me that i no, totally forgot about there's a lot i'm like i i don't and you know what's crazy i don't remember who said that but i i remember that exact phrase like you're mm-hmm. not wrong that like literally was said yeah and and i wanted to touch base on another thing you said you were mm-hmm. like that we created you know hla and i was like one of um because there wasn't a space for it but yeah also um uh for bsa they were like really struggling to like keep any respectable space they were constantly like fighting for like uh, uh they room. would no they would just they would just be treated badly i remember one time there was like a noose on like uh hanging up on one of the yeah. doors or something yeah, yeah, yeah. like mm-hmm. stuff that was just clearly racist going yeah. on and kind of just swept in the rug swept in the rug um but and, uh, and one you know of my crazy and like never seen as a big deal you know it just it, it wasn't talked about as much it was just only no, if you it, were involved in those circles but even when it, it was, was talked hard. about mm-hmm. it wasn't a big deal no, it, it was just expected seen, it wasn't seen as bad as like what it actually was yeah mm-hmm. so yeah mm-hmm. and uh so one of the reasons like you know with uh, HLA uh, was Quincy. He was president of BSA at the time when we started, you know, organizing and, and everything. And mm-hmm. he is incredible. I remember um, he would just guide like me and just HLA and what we were doing, and just always trying to connect us in any way he could. Yeah, and you know, he really saw the vision for us. He's shout out to Quincy. Shout out to Quincy. Like yeah. he has, and I think he was like one of like the big uh, people that kind of made me feel comfortable enough to lean into my and like happiness. start taking leadership uh-huh, because i would see the way that he would do it you know in his spaces and how to you know he was also a big part of the diversity statement as well and just i guess kind of mentoring and like seeing someone else stand out and be true to themselves and also you know send a very clear message to other students that there is a place for them mm-hmm. in a space that isn't for that that you know mm-hmm. was just so inspiring and comforting so this is also why we talked about talking about this on the podcast today why i do think it's important for us to you know talk about our experience specifically at longwood in virginia you know in farmville virginia mm-hmm. i really praise it in the sense that like longwood also like opened up my eyes it really it took did. it took like the veil that i had here in northern virginia and it, it like it, it opened it up it, yes like, and that's like the benefit of like moving out of your town mm-hmm. or like going somewhere else and staying abroad or like you know it's get when you get uncomfortable right because the world opens up mass for you demasiado and like the world the way you see it opens up more you understand more if i had never left northern virginia 
I don't think I would clearly understand white people. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> or like, no, to honest. White people, a white institution, I wouldn't understand the, like, the like, mentality. When, like, somebody talked to me about a PWI, I still wouldn't under, like, truly understand what that means. You know what I mean? I don't think I ever knew that level of privilege. I wouldn't, oh my God. Like, I really didn't know that level of privilege. Also, the level of arrogance. And, like, in an arrogance, and I don't mean to come at, like, anybody. It's more of, like, also, like, air, like blissful ignorance. Yeah. You live in this bubble. Yeah, and you're comfortable in and it. And you're comfortable in it. That's not your fault. You no. just, you've never taken the time to talk to the person of color, to expose yourself to new cultures, no. to, like, you know, break out of that. It's never exposing yourself to mm. more. And, like, this world is more than just a certain way we view people yeah. in a certain culture you know what i mean and the point of like finding your identity and like i push anybody like that's always like questioning like who am i uh i was trying to expose myself to many different groups mm -hmm. in longwood even though there's a limited m amount of them um yes but i went from really hanging out with a lot of my friends and getting to know them i went to like i even went to like a couple of my friends' houses during like holidays and stuff like because for example like i don't celebrate easter so i even had like one friend take me all the way to her hometown which was in danville mm. and i told you this experience right where mm -hmm. she was like we're literally in the car ride going down to danville and for anybody that doesn't know danville is like on the border of virginia and north carolina mm -hmm. and as we're driving i just see when i tell you the biggest confederate flag i had ever seen no. in my life in the highway on the highway it's huge it's massive it honestly looked like it honestly looked like the washington monument that's how like big this thing was and i said um so and so i was like yo where are we going to her and she's like oh i forgot to tell you i think there's a kkk rally going on this weekend you know and i was like mm -hmm. and she's like maybe we'll just avoid that and i was like no no no, we will definitely avoid a hundred percent avoid that <laughs> i had like easter lunch with them we like i did cornhole i did That's cute you know we listened to country music and i was living my best life by senior year i though i had an inkling and a want to like where are my people where are my people of color the connection i made a, a great friend i spent a lot of time with her my senior year um she took me a lot to these black events that she was a part of because she was in a black sorority and um i opened myself up into that world and it took me till senior year to do it but like i'm so glad i did yeah there's always times where you can like decide like let me go out of my way to go make friends in a different area right i also think something that i took away from longwood too um was that once i started really leaning into my latinidad loving it feeling comfortable in my own identity it invited other people to celebrate it with me in other spaces um and longwood i definitely didn't feel maybe like uh you know like i told you there's been comments that have been said that made me not feel that comfortable yeah but within my friends in my sorority and my sisters even now the way that they celebrate my latinidad you know the way that they um love on it accept on it even like the you way know. they're like an ally and support exactly it. but I, I think i only made it comfortable when i was able to do that for myself Self. too because they were able mm -hmm. to be like because especially because like as soon as you're like know, I how am, do you how do you walk as that? soon as you're like i am bolivian they can mm -hmm. be like oh like and what do you believe like do you believe in celebrate this what do you guys do in like bolivia for like it's exactly. easier to like you know like be more inquisitive Connect with you and yeah mm -hmm. inquisitive about it it opens up the conversation in a comfortable way i wanted to ask you if you wanted to talk about our senior year and like oh, yeah honestly like again um this whole conversation that we're having i hope that we've made it clear that like i at least i'm gonna speak for myself i'm not speaking for brenda mm -hmm. i 
will not change my four years of college for anything. Oh, it, it made me the same. person who I am, and I for and I have Longwood to thank for that. For I sure. had a great four years in Longwood. Mm-hmm. Were they stressful? Was it tumultuous? Did I lose people along the way? Was it hard? Yeah, but that is life, and that is exactly. college, and mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to talk about what happened? Our sure. Uh, yeah, and I definitely feel the same way. Um, Longwood really was such a big milestone in my life like in every single aspect um i love it i wouldn't change it either but uh so like christina said uh we were both really involved um in creating a space for you know i will give you uh, let's brenda was a lot more involved than i was uh (laughs) brenda went out of her way and like i always for me brenda was always my role model in this sense that like she literally was never even if she was afraid she still did it meanwhile i was afraid so i would keep my mouth shut at that time i have grown up a lot since Mm -hmm. then and my like and back then i didn't want the smoke yeah brent and it's crazy how i think we've reversed roles like i think like Mm -hmm. brenda wanted the smoke back then and she had no problem talking to anyone about it she was brenda was fearless on campus and i can't think that like like no one could tell me that she wasn't so because she was fearless and because she was in the public eye a lot like Brenda, I don't think you've mentioning half of the things you did. I mean, yeah, we started an organization, but you were like part of like the student organ- uh, SGA, right? And like it was a Hispanic chair, yeah, yeah. Like you did. You're not giving yourself on, yeah. credits. Like, please let the people know what you did on campus. So like, I was at the time I was president of politics club, president of college Democrats. Talk to them. Um, I was working in <laughs> uh, the student diversity office. Period. I was programming events on campus. You yes. Know, to talk about you know inclusion. Um, I was doing a lot. I was I was very lucky and I was very fortunate to have a, a great support system of mentors and faculty around me um, that really gave me a space to speak my mind. And I love that you said I was scared while I was doing it. I feel like I was more angry mm. that I had to ask for these things to be mm. happening. Um, more so because, uh, you know, for being first generation, so I'm the first person in my family to go to college and mm-hmm. graduate. Mm-hmm. And I'm getting I'm getting into debt. Mm-hmm. You know, as as most of us are, but I'm going up to classes, and how come I'm having to put up with this bullshit, and the person next to me isn't just yeah. because they're white, you yeah. know? And it just didn't feel like right. So I think most of it, well, it did come out as like, oh, I'm being fearless and I'm being brave. I was pissed, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. And, well, that's but that was your motivation. Mm-hmm. But like from the outside looking in, Brenda, it was yeah. fearless. I want to preface the story before we go into this whole shenanigan about senior year. Uh, Longwood hosted the vice presidential debate. Just listening to what everything Brenda's involved in, she's in the public eye. Longwood is not that big of a school. The vice presidential debate just happened at this at during this time too. There were a lot of Trump chalkings around like uh, campus. So I would like to preface like this whole. It was very divisive time. Tensions were high. I would say at Longwood Mm -hmm. uh, between friend groups, even. Yes, it was a crazy time to be alive for sure. I, I mean, I watched the presidential debate with like a Trump supporter, and like I love her to pieces. And, um, but it was it was a crazy time to live in. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I was studying abroad um, this semester. So I had you know our last uh, semester of senior year. Our last semester of senior year. So I wasn't even on campus. No, Um, she was in Spain. Also, I have you know done a few protests on campus. Um, so I definitely would bring a lot of attention to these topics that were very controversial. I knew that there was controversial. Okay, but to stay on topic, um, so I get, um, uh, for Politics Club, um, one of my friends, Joe, and he calls me when I'm in Spain. And this is almost like towards the end, I'm about to come home for, to graduate. Well, guys, no, graduation was like literally like the next week, It was I the think. next week, yeah. We, like we were about to wrap up everything. Uh, I'm surprised that Joe's calling me so late 
and he's like hey like i'm really sorry to be calling you about this um but there's a picture like a poster on campus and your face is cropped onto it and I'm like, well, do I look good? You know, like, even my <laughs> you're first, not thinking, first, never. You're not thinking the worst yet. No, You're just right? like, you're like, oh, period. You're like, am I famous? Like, <laughs> yeah. what's up? Well, yeah. Am I going to get more followers on Instagram? She's like, what's up? I was like, did they at me? You yeah, know? No. <laughs> oh, this is so bad. Um, so he, I asked him to send it to me. And he, he said that the um, campus police said that he wasn't allowed to share the picture. Wait. Mm-hmm. It was like a Snapchat, so it wasn't even the full image. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't. And I still have that image. I forget the, what the Snapchat thing said. Oh, you want me to pull it up? Um, yeah, if you want, I'll keep describing it while you're pulling it up. Um, so it was basically a cartoon um, of pretty much every single um, race and ethnicity. Um, they had like the Muslim cartoon, which is super stereotypical. They were all derogatory, stereotypical. All derogatory. And then the images. Latino, excuse me, the Latino one was uh, one with uh, like a woman in a dress and she looked like she was pregnant and my face was cropped onto the top of it and then the language on it did you find it hold on give me just a second maybe i could pull it up i got it wow you pulled it up faster than i did yeah i got it too now this is um colored liberation mm. and this was quoted like literally right on top of my head so killing and outbreeding all the white people so you can turn the great nation you've invaded into the shitty one you ran from and then it's a picture of brenda and then underneath it says longwood democrats daily stormer and it's um, really ugly it's it's really hard every i'm not gonna lie i've shown um people i'm close to this picture and it's people's reactions is like it's really hard to swallow that's a really hard thing to swallow mm -hmm. um i'm gonna let you speak because i don't have a lot of say in this story mm -hmm. i just want to give my like really short perspective yeah i the so again like what brenda said she's not on campus i'm taking a final exam and i just finished and i think you texted me saying like you were like yo i think there's like a poster of me on campus can you like I think you said like can you find it or like do you know anyone who has it like something like that and it's crazy because i'm getting the text and i just finished my final exam and i'm like looking at it i'm leaving ruffner and i ran into it i mean i was livid mm -hmm. but i'm gonna let you take it from there just so anybody knows like that like i did i did not have much to say at this point because yeah. this was really out of our hands no this was a lot i don't i really don't even think i knew or even still know how to handle that really uh, my first reaction uh, was I didn't want my mom or my family to see it, you know, because this was this was a big time for me. I'm still going to be tied into like the other or an immigrant or something that's taken away from America or like what the fuck, you know, like my existence in this space isn't valid to you. So immediate that was the first response. But then I step back and obviously I have an incredible loving support system with all of my friends, including you. I know you were like one of the big people that were like no we're gonna have a good fucking time you know what i mean like <laughs> and i needed that i needed to be able to also be a young adult be a kid that's you know graduating and doing accomplishment i didn't need to be whatever the fuck that was you know and later on of course um my family was like you got under somebody's skin what i did see i did see and i will give them this i did see that um you know longwood administration had a lot of empathy for me all of them felt fucking horrible about it they because they've seen me you know grow up in this space they see You've what i've been done apart? yeah you know and they've always i've always had their support and i could tell that they were all like fuck you know what i mean but at the same time it's like it's because they knew me 
They, it, it wasn't about, oh, this is surprising that this happened. You know, there's been KKK flyers being pushed around campus, mm-hmm. you know, and there was even a part where they didn't want, really want to think that it was a student. They didn't yeah, really want to accept time, it was a student. They, yeah. And I'm like, uh, mm. how could they not? <laughs> it's a student, sir. Yeah. It is a student. <laughs> if anything, I walk away from it knowing that I did something in the best way. I feel I feel actually empowered by it now, whether it hurt and, you know, I'm 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 sad that it had happened, but I know that I'm better for it, I'm stronger for it. I'm more aware of it now that people can do stuff like that to you mm-hmm. um, when you speak up in mm-hmm. your mind, but I'm glad mm-hmm. I spoke up. I'm glad mm-hmm. that someone was angry about it. There will be people who have something to say about it, and mm-hmm. again, it's nobody's decision but your own. Um, that whole immigrant like thing that you said like being afraid to be seen as that like if anything we took that power back like i speak with so much pride when i say my parents are um, immigrants you Mm -hmm. know i speak with pride when i share like their story of what they've been through like now it's i've taken everything that i thought would be negative and i've tried and i i I have made it a positive no for sure i think with me one of the big things was uh my indigenous features Mm mm-hmm I think it's really noticeable when you look at me. There's a lot of like, I look Bolivian. And for the longest time, I associated with that with like not being pretty enough or, um, you know, not being light enough or, you know, something that was negative. Mm -hmm. And finally growing into it, I celebrate those features now. I think that's the most prettiest part of me. I think it's the most beautiful because it's connected to my heritage and my ancestors. And I can sit in that, which I was talking about, like the mental colonization of um, the push of us wanting to reject that or, mm-hmm. or wanting mm-hmm. to be, mm-hmm. you know, enough for someone else's, yeah. um, you know, type of description of that. But no, but I think the power in it is taking it back and being yeah. like, this is something that is even worth more to me than anybody yeah. else's validation, anyone else's culture. This is mine. This is my history. And then, so I was able to really grow into that even more and being like, you know, connecting back with, I want validation from my ancestors. I want to feel more connected to where I come from so that I can represent it better now walking in the shoes and in the environment and in the places that I'm going into now, you yeah. know, to like you, when you feel that you make space for yourself, yeah. you know, and I think that what Longwood taught us, and I'm, I'm not going to speak for you, but personally, I think that what Longwood taught me was that there are, I'm going to go in this world. I'm going to go into multiple spaces that aren't built for, for um, women, aren't built for Latinas, aren't built for a Bolivian, a Bolivian, you know, and I'm going to have to make space for myself, you know, and what that looks like, how you do that. Get comfortable because I'm going to do it. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I, again, same thing. I I do agree with what you said. I, I think Longwood did teach us that, that I was like, there's no one except me who can make my own space. So I need everybody to make some room, adjust their chairs. because get comfy, uh, get comfortable. I'm not going nowhere. You know? I'm going to be loud about it too. You exactly. know? Uh, I'm uh, for the If anybody knew me back then, like I had straightened my hair for the past four years of college. Like <sighs> You did. Um, and it wasn't to, it was to fit in. It was to like fit in. There was also, um, it was also because straight hair is easier to manage than curly hair period like no one could tell me no but it was also definitely to fit in and um it was liberating the the day i decided you know that like that is done you know that is over with i don't have to straighten my hair to try to assimilate in any way um i'm comfortable so Mm -hmm. if you like i am showing up curly haired salvadoreña latina i'm using spanish in my everyday language mm-hmm. i am playing bachata i am playing salsa i'm talking about my culture and like when people have questions and if people have something to say like you know and let's this talk is a, about it let's talk about mm-hmm. it you know and again thank you to longwood 
no for real thank you no that's like for real <laughs> no for real and i i wonder if people are gonna think we're being sarcastic and we're not like no, this is very like, i'm heartfelt. really happy for the experience that i had yeah as yeah, yeah, yeah. you know crazy as it was okay. okay this was a definitely a heavier episode it was um, but i'm glad you guys are here to hear like our discussion about it mm-hmm. well i want i do want to end on a lighter note well okay what's up we just ordered an extra mic set bum, ba, dum, bum, bum. we did we're gonna have people we're gonna on. have some people on we've actually had a few messages from different people yeah um and we want to welcome uh, all our listeners you know if there's something you want to talk about if there's something you want to say if, or even if you're just you know wondering how uh we organize ourselves when we want to have guests or or what that would look like reach out yeah um our instagram is going to be in our bio and our email yeah um Thank you guys for starting this journey with us. If you guys mm-hmm. are listening, I know I said I had anxiety, but also thank you anybody who's listening to us right now. Thank like, you for the support. Yeah. We're grateful you for you too, and we're going to give you guys your flowers. So we'll catch you in the next one. All right, you see you guys next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.